the definition of identity and access management is the security and business discipline that enables the right individuals to access the right resources at the right times for the right reasons. This is Life in the Mobile Enterprise. In this podcast, we want to talk about the ever-increasing importance of identity and identity management. In particular, we'll talk about how identity and access management are applicable to enterprise mobility deployments. Uh, And to help everyone understand how it's applied and how it's used and why it's important, we'll go from talking about its everyday use in the consumer space, how everyone is using it for the services that they have to support their personal lives, and then how these techniques can be used for your enterprise mobile deployments. So to help me uh, do that, um, I have Magnus, who is the product manager at Aperion, and he's responsible for developing and delivering uh, some of the identity and security controls that Aperion offers. So uh, first off, uh, thank you for, for being here. My pleasure. So per Wikipedia, the definition of identity and access management is the security and business discipline that enables the right individuals to access the right resources at the right times for the right reasons. So in this podcast, we'll talk about the what, where, and when of identity management uh, in the mobile enterprise. So, so Magnus, um, first off, just to kind of set a baseline and, and, and let everybody understand how they're using identity management when they may not realize that they're actually using it, um, can you give some examples of how identity management is applied in the consumer world? Yep. The classic implementation is the username or email and, and then a password. And, and from the consumer experience is often um, during the sign-up experience that you kind of register your email or username. You maybe have to com- have a confirmation email going through and, and you log in with your password. Um, with all the remember me options and, and also in the mobile space where you download an app and it's either cached or, or there's a session stored somewhere, um, really the consumer experience is, is during sign-up and often um, you log in once and, and then you're good to go. Um, there's also different types of applications that offers um, different variants of password and identity management. And typically banking, you might have two-factor authentication or some of the consumer apps offer two-factor authentication such as Gmail or, or Dropbox. Um, and then you have a, a kind of a third type where you have a federation or a single sign-on SSO login with, for example, Facebook. You use your uh, Facebook username and password in an application that is not Facebook and you still get authorized and you still are registered. So that's different types of... Mm-hmm. of Without having to create like a new password for that app, you just use exactly. the credentials you have for Facebook. Exactly. So it will be like the SSO in, in the enterprise world. And there's value there for Facebook in using their credentials because it cr- creates stickiness and the value for the user is just seamless authentication and, and, exactly. and moving from Facebook to that application. Exactly. And even having some of those services from one app play in the Into other. Into the other, yes, yeah. exactly. You right. don't need to sign up. You don't need to register information. 
other than kind of um, username and password, and mm -hmm. this new application will have all the uh, information it needs to provide you with a good experience. Yep. And then on Facebook sites, they they can track data and see what where the user goes, and also of course use that to give you advertising. Cool. Cool. So so wh why is um. And you, you kind of touched on this in terms of providing that security and user experience. But why is identity management important for the, the enterprise? So for, for enterprise, it's, it's, it's kind of the um, similar experience, but it's really to control who has access to your data, and especially if you have sensitive data. So you want to enable your employees to, to work and access important tools, but you want to control who has access. Mm -hmm. And also within the company, for example, not only for outside access not, but different groups have, have different access and, and mm -hmm. in this identity management system there's multiple different variants of it, but but really it's, it's, it's about controlling the access. Okay. So next question, um, you know, what is the definition of single sign-on and, and why is it important to, to mobility? Exactly, so, so single sign-on is having um, the same username and password, the same login across multiple different applications that doesn't really have anything to do with each other. Mm -hmm. So in, in your enterprise, you can have a ERP system, a CRM system, maybe your email. Provided by different vendors. Different, totally different vendors, mm -hmm. but you still use your same credentials and you don't need to remember um, a number of different logins. Mm -hmm. And on, on mobile, and as mobile is, is getting drastically more important for the enterprise world, and, and then we bring um, your employees to, to access data on the fly, access important systems on the fly, and, and those systems are now available also as mobile apps, for example. Mm -hmm. You also enable them to have the same experience they have on desktop. So if you really think about it, you don't want to have to open, for every app you open, have a different username and password that will limit your kind of mobility in itself. Yeah. And if you have a, like a password policy, corporate password policy to, to change that password on a regular basis, Exactly. It changes everywhere. That's another part of yeah. SSO, is, mm -hmm. uh, which is important, is the compliance kind of rules you can easily apply to the employee. Mm -hmm. For example, every every three months you have to change your password, and the password length has to be so and so long. And it gives you the, the administrator the ability to control this on the global scale, yeah. not on a per application. Yeah. Or uh, device. Or per device. Type. Yep. Yeah, okay. exactly. Cool. Um, so you had mentioned kind of uh, federation. So, so how is App Federation different from SSO, single sign-on, and how does it impact users' experience, particularly on mobile? So where SSO is, is one username and one password for multiple different um, applications, and, and federation actually don't require you to log in for each different application. So with a, with a um, SSO, you still have to log in every time you switch application. Mm -hmm. And if you think about your mobile experience, how often do you switch back and forth yep. between different applications? All the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. But with the federation, you create a trusted space between these applications. And long as, as long as you log into one of them, yep. the other applications that share this, um, this federation mm -hmm. can see the token, see the login, yep. and, and verify that you are authenticated mm -hmm. um, and let you access into the data um, into the app, yep. into the mobile space uh, with ease. And yep. it, it really, um, while both SSO and, and kind of the app federation mm -hmm. is a usability feature and yep. enables the mobile user to be, uh, have a more m easier mobile experience, mm -hmm. 
the app federation removes the login, takes the usability one step further. Yeah. And when you say space, it's more of kind of in the theoretical side because the exactly. you, you have you still have that native individual app experience on the device, but there's security in the background that's tying in your identity across app A, app B, and app C can be the consumer app that has you know no tie-in, mm-hmm. but you may be using all three together, but the first two that are enterprise apps are essentially seamless uh, access but exactly. that underlying security. Exactly. So space or federation is visualization thing to, to really explain the fact that these two applications mm-hmm. or the two authentication parts of these applications mm-hmm. can share information. Yep. And they have a preset um, a kind of agreement mm-hmm. where you as the administrator say that these apps can, can share information. Okay, cool. Cool. So what are uh, some some examples of uh, identity management's impact on enterprise mobility uh, management or EMM? So um, it's really about the kind of increased security versus adoption. It really gives you the, the um, global control over different applications, right? So having an, an identity management system, you will be able to secure um, the authentication part of every application in the same way and, and keep the compliance across apps. So, so given that need to secure applications, secure corporate data, what are some examples of uh, experienced customers applying identity management in single sign-on? So, so basically they, they apply it through all of the different applications and, and kind of the on the authentication side. So you you first log in to, to get access to the apps and then often the apps have um, an authentication requirement themselves. So leveraging an identity management system, you make sure that they have the same experience that they have on their desktop and also on their um, mobile device and you can have the same username and login with the SSO experience and then on the federation side the um, the customers use this to have to limit the number of logins the user have to do so once you're logged in once within the lifetime of that token that you get through the first authentication you can access all the apps that the administrator has applied this technology to yep. or this feature to yeah so it's really on the on the usability and, and, and user experience side where they want to keep the, the high level of security yeah. and authentication that is required for these these applications, but the user really has a streamlined and, and customer like experience when, when dealing with this data. So that's a good point. So can you can you delineate the difference between like single sign on and then single sign on with federation and, and token sharing? What would be the difference? So if you go to step by step, so single sign-on is just the same username and password, but you still have to log in every time you open a new applications, and depending on different settings, um, you probably can have a, a login logout window, but still the, the, those are separate siloed applications. And those apps are on different time schedules in terms of how long that, that token will be valid. Exactly, exactly, and you can have different settings. With a federation, you also use that together with the SSO and, and the federated experience. All the applications on, on that particular device share the login token. So once you're authenticated, and as long as that token is valid, 
the other apps can uh, can access that token, see who you are, um, check that the token is valid and the timestamp is valid, and let you into the ap application. And th that, of course, happens in the background. So for the user, it looks and feels like you log in once to your business applications, and then you can just move around in them. And you can open different ones, you can background, foreground, switch between them. Great. All right, so we were able to provide a consumer-grade experience for our employees who are using corporate applications, multiple corporate applications with a, uh, a consumer-grade sign-on once or you know over a determined set of time. Um, I think that's that's pretty important for for users and a good way to exactly. provide security that users will not likely want to do the end around on. Exactly. Um, so so continuing that kind of user focused but security grade capability what's the future for identity and security in, in, in mobility yes yeah, so I, I think that the the kind of password and username email style of identity management is still going to be a central part of security and, and authentication is a crucial part of security but I think we'll see different um, factors to give your access to to whatever you're authenticating against and different levels of factors so you for example have the, the, kind of the usual thing today is the knowledge factor, but you will see uh, either possession factors or you will see inherent factors. And, and through um, different devices, you always usually always have your mobile phone with you, so you can always have kind of a two-factor level um, of, of authentication pretty easily. You have biometric, uh, different biometric factors. The classic one is, of course, a touch ID on, on the iPhone. But I, I think you will see a lot of other types of implementations of, of these factors to, to really enable the user to have an easier authentication experience, but also increase the level of security. We all know that the user, if they have a bad password, it's, it's decreasing the security uh, of that authentication. And, and I think this all will be driven by the usability. And there's a different notion of, of um, authentication that, that can progress where, where you classify the content in a more granular way. So we've seen this in the cons consumer space where, where you, for example, you don't need to identify yourself until you do an action or you reach the point where you want to access something that you really need to authenticate yourself for. Same thing should probably or will probably evolve on the enterprise side where you can classify the information and the user doesn't have to log in until they they access something that is Condi sensitive. Conditional access, I think, is the concern. Exactly. And, and that will give the user better experience. So you don't always need to log in. You don't always need to remember your password. You don't always need to bring your phone to have a two-factor authentication before you even start to access yeah. um, that system you want. So given all these different approaches, you, what's the recommendation for IT and line of business uh, when it comes to implementing identity controls? I, th I think the, the hardest part is, is combining the security and, and usability. And often what happens is that you, you have this requirement or compliance on, on for a certain security level and you apply that across all applications, all interactions with the, with the employee. I, I think the recommendation for IT is to really look at what is the user experience and then classify what is the different levels of security that is needed. 
So maybe you, you need this highest level of security and maybe it has to be a different, different steps for the employee to access this, this secure or sensitive information. But on all the other information, can you have the, the, the control be a little bit uh, removed, have an increased, increased usability, and then also use the tools that now are available with, with SSO, App Federation, look at how you can really increase the usability because in the end that will increase adoption and, and if you make it so hard for the user to access data on a mobile device, they will not use it and then all the investments and effort will be wasted. Yeah. It just becomes a very heavy paperweight. Well, Magnus, thank you very much for your time and uh, appreciate uh, your insights on identity and uh, identity management in the mobile enterprise. My pleasure. Okay, that's a wrap for this episode of Life in the Mobile Enterprise. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or catch each episode on the MAM blog at aperion.com slash MAM blog. Follow us on Twitter at Aperion and let us know what you think or email feedback and ideas to podcast at Until next time. <laughs>